What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Russell the Fourth. Hey, everybody, it's me, Brandy. And welcome to another episode of the What They Never Told Us podcast. We back after our winter break. Winter break is so dramatic. We were in the infirmary, y'all. It, it was not the infirmary. It was, it was bad around here. Not the infirmary. Russell got the vid nineteen. Hey, the vid is still out here, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's still out here. I'm one of the people that I don't believe I'm a conspiracy theorist until it happened to me. Like I, I'm like, is it okay? How it just come and then just go? Then I get it up, didn't like, okay. just go. All right, it's still here. <laughs> it did not just go, man. And you caught it, and I was glad I stayed free from it. I don't understand. One thing I understand about the vid is like how every time I've gotten it. Two times for show, one time maybe, you know, before it was like people was going to get tests before they had the infrastructure set up. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had the one. I think I already had this story. Two times for show, one time for maybe. But every time it's been different. Yeah. Like the how is it? manifestation of it, you mean? Yeah, it's like when you got the cold, you know you got the cold. Your nose is running. <laughs> you might sneeze. You might go. But it's like a, set, a group of symptoms that you know. Mm-hmm. I talk to people who like, I had COVID. And my armpits stung. Like, they, like, not stunk, but they, like, a stinging sensation mm-hmm. in the armpits. I had the COVID, and I tasted garlic for three weeks. I remember this lady, she had it, and all she could smell was bleach. That was her only, like, symptom. Is just, she's like, I just smell bleach. Huh? <laughs> like, how you get it? Like, there's people who got it and had, like, severe symptoms. Mm-hmm. Some people got it, and they were just at home chilling. Like, I don't, there ain't nothing wrong. I mean, yeah. I just can't taste my toothpaste for real. I had it. It took me down bad. I don't ever want to mess with it again. I don't care how it show up. They can have it. I don't need it. Mm-mm, not for me. They had me in the hospital thinking I was about to go meet my maker. I was like, oh, what is this? Nah, yeah, nah, that was scary. When you had it, it was scary for it, sure. I was down for two weeks. Yeah, you a little Straight. dramatic too, so it's hard like dramatic. knowing. Dramatic? I am, I am you, the least dramatic. You, your children, all of y'all. I am the least dramatic. Like, you're the you, least, but you, you're still you in that category. You always be like, I don't know whether you hurt or not, because you always just be like, I'm fine. You say that to me. Yeah, that's so you do have a high pain threshold. When you feel it, it's hard gauging. Like, okay, what's the level of like? For instance, See, that's why I'm not dramatic. Like, that's real. I'm like mellow. I'm like, I be I be sick to death. Still cooking, cleaning, taking kids everywhere. It's like the other stuff that you be dramatic about. Like when I see you take a sip of water and you might get choked up. It's never just like <clears throat> it's always like, <laughs> like it's like me and water don't get along. It's like you finna die. Me and water don't get along. Like I feel like that. I feel like I'm drowning, and that's why I don't go swimming because last time I don't play. Last I got so irritated with you last time. Some water went down the wrong pipe. Cause I was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" She was like. <laughs> Stop asking me. <laughs> Stop asking me questions. <laughs> clearly, I she said, clearly I can't talk. I said, now you just gave me a whole sassy response about asking you questions while you choking. When you could have just said no or yes. But I'm saying, like you so kept irritated. asking me. So when my throat cleared, I needed to let you know that when I'm choking is not the best time to ask me, are you okay? Clearly, I can't get a response. Yeah, the international signs when somebody's choking is... Are you okay? First of all, you don't even got to say nothing. You can hit me with this. You can hit me with this. You get like, I'm good. 
You can, but if I'm not saying nothing, so many, don't keep asking me. Cause that's what scared me. I asked you if you was okay. You just, <laughs> and, I was choking. Once again, in my mind, it's like, okay, now this is, I've seen people choke on water, but this is extreme. Like, she finna drown in this bottle of water. It's my worst fear. So when it happened, I just go to the, like, oh my God. Like, so, I can't breathe. So I'm looking like, are you okay? She's <laughs> nothing. She's, <laughs> Oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Stop asking me a question <laughs> when I'm joking. <laughs> Clearly, I'm. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, why do you keep asking me? Gave me, me that? this long, drawn out response Whatever. when you could have just nodded your head or something. I'm trying to make sure you don't need a Heimlich. Okay, just go pat me on my back next time. Tell me, put, nah, tell me to put your hands up or Next something. time, that water bottle going to take you smooth out. Let's see if no, I No, because it was the next time because I was coughing. I was choking when I was on my meeting. You was back in the background <laughs> laughing at me. So that wasn't as wasn't bad. That wasn't time. as bad. No, it was bad. My boss stopped. I told you next time you gonna draw. Look, next time I sat back, watch it. I was fine. See, goodness gracious, just gotta let it pass. You be freaking out. Yeah, nah, I do. I do. Just want. Excuse me. I want your air passages to be clear. Okay. <laughs> nah, but um, we're back. We're better. Um, thank y'all for being patient with us. We missed. Was it two episodes? Well, technically four because we missed uh, a live. That's a four episode, episodes. Uh, well, three. It was a live a episode and a live, so we missed three. Sheesh! But I mean, apologies, y'all. Y'all weren't asking us where we was at or nothing. So. They were. They was patient with us. It was like, okay, you know, our little core. They was like, yeah, we let y'all slide. <laughs> this last one, it was like, okay, now, yeah. <laughs> like, what's my happening? Infamous meme came back. Yeah, my crying face. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all need to join us over on Facebook. That means you're not really part of the gang because you ain't been on the lives. You ain't you ain't our friend on the Facebook page. You don't see all the funny stuff that happens over there. Y'all definitely need to come check us out on Facebook. That's the gang. That's the gang for sure. Anywho, we had a first this weekend. We um, were asked to be the host of an award show here in our town called the um, Black Excellence Award. Shout out to February. Yeah, so we celebrate a little bit of Black History Month by um, celebrating Black excellence right here in our own city. Um, usually, you may have heard us talk about this before because we've done the pre-show. So we've done like a live version of our podcast at the event, invited people in as they were coming and then talked to them after the show. But this year we upgraded. <laughs> they upgraded us They gave us a little boost And um, asked us to host the whole show Which is something that Usually some of our family does So it was a huge honor To step into that role And I'ma say it I think we did a great job We we did good We did good You said that a little hesitant You don't feel like We did amazing I said we did You was like We We, we did We did good It was our <laughs> first time Ever having to like Coordinate with that And you never know how that stuff is going to, tr- like, clearly we have chemistry, we mm-hmm. do a podcast, mm-hmm. clearly, like, um, we know how to hold a conversation, but you just never know how it's going to translate into other spaces, right? For instance, we did our first live podcast at a marriage conference. Mm-hmm. That was a little rocky. You well, know what I'm saying? I people still talk about it. Miss Joplin was talking, oh, I mean, I be talking, I be saying people's names all out loud and stuff. It's all right, somebody but. Somebody came to us, uh at the event and was like, man, I thought y'all were good at the yeah. marriage retreat. But, you know what I'm saying? For sure. I think people take us more seriously than we are. So when we go up there and we're like also funny, they're like, huh. oh, okay. I don't think people, I don't think anybody takes me seriously. The people that know That's me for true, sure. True. Uh, but I take that back. But no, I think we did a great job and I, I just enjoyed doing that stuff. 
in general, but it's even better when I get to do it with you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Trying That's to be real. all nice and sweet. Nah, you're really good at it. You're you're really good at holding conversation and like facilitating. You're a facilitator for sure. I told you um, one thing. <laughs> hey, don't hey look here. I listen. First of all, black people one on one. Do not look behind me. Do not <laughs> make strong eye contact behind me and don't tell me what now, you're looking at. Is now. it a bug? When I is it usually, a man? When I usually do that, you'd be like, you got to learn how to play through it. But my yeah. face is be subtle. My face be like this. You stop the whole conversation. My face be, be like, like nah. yeah, you know, so like weird. Uh, like that. You was like this. Lies. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> like you did a very intense stare. I, you know, I don't really like. Am bugs, I good? But it's not a bug. It looks like a spot. It's just a spot on the wall. Child. <laughs> <laughs> Look, finna knock all this over. Don't play with me. <laughs> I don't um, even know what we was talking about. I don't either. It was something about the the, the award, award show. show. It was it was good doing that with you. Another first, and yeah, looking forward to doing more stuff like that in the future. I have a feeling that this is just like a part of our life. Oh well, okay. Not hosting award shows, but uh, like facilitating things, being up in front of people talking. Oh yeah, yeah I could for sure see that. Yeah, I, I was. I think I was going to say that this was, and I told you this is the first time being in front of people that I was not nervous. Yeah. No nerves came into my body whatsoever. Even after I tripped like five times over the microphone stand, I still didn't get like, I didn't still get jittery. I didn't get the nerves. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that. So for me, that was huge. Cause I'm always in my head about that stuff. Getting comfortable. But I think I was just like, I forget, I'm getting to the point now where I was just like, you know what? Screw y'all. I'm about to come up here and be me. And if you don't like it, you still got to sit through it. So <laughs> But ultimately, like, the reason why they call people or if you get called to do something is because you have something that they want. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you just got to let your your best self shine. Dope event. This award show, it, it serves as two things. It, number one, recognizes people, uh, particularly African-Americans in the community who are doing dope things. So these are entrepreneurs. These are people who have uh, philanthropy efforts where they have charities. These are people who work in the school system. This, they just honor dope people doing dope things in this community. Um, and then there's another portion where they also bless people. So they partner with the bank here um, and they do what's called the revitalization um, program. And they gave last year, they gave a restaurant, a brick and mortar location. It was mm-hmm. a catering service and they were, you know, selling dinners but it was like the location wasn't a consistent uh so they got a brick and more location last year this year a community center just got refurbished brand new kitchen so like it's it's so dope it's so dope um shout out to the ladies that put that on um yvette robert tanya uh ella uh, everyone who's involved I'm not gonna say your name Everybody Cause I'll be here forever But uh, you guys are dope For doing what you're doing Yeah And it was amazing To be a part of it So Yeah What, what Another thing they do What Is they bring in guest speakers Okay yes. Now The last two years We've had some Really amazing people Um all affiliated with Eric Thomas and Associates. If you're mm-hmm. familiar with Eric Thomas, everybody there just know how to talk and they do it well. So that was amazing. Um, so you get to be in a room with a lot of dope people, right? Absolutely. Uh, so that was amazing. Um, one thing that had particular at this event just uh, took me and my wife's uh, 
rapport up to another level. Wait, I can't let you say that. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say no, no, who no. they are. I'm good with telling the story. I think we should tell the story just at how it happened. Yeah, the transition is going to be a, I think it's a story before the story. There's a story before the story? Yeah, I attract millionaires. So y'all know. Oh, you weren't supposed to say that because now they know <laughs> who it was. Like, we don't want to know who it was. I don't feel like it was a bad thing. If I let me tell the story and I can tell the story in a way that so it's not bad. But I attract millionaires. So we're this is the second here. time this has happened to us. What was, the, what was the first time? The millionaire at the bar. Oh, man. Okay, so look, y'all. Here he is. She, she's giving expensive. I had a show. I'm performing. This is... I ain't know where I was at. I, was, I feel like I should sit like this when you tell the story. You can get on my nerves. <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> but this is the first time. You're right. I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. I had a show, um, and I was performing at this bar. What year was this? It was like 2019, 2020? No, it was... It was it was, was the it COVID end of year. 2020? End of 2020. Because there's pe- still people out mingling, breathing yeah. each other's air with no yeah. mask. So it still had to be like 2020. I used to do this like band. They do like bars and weddings and stuff like that. Little side hustle, whatever. Anyways, so I'm there doing that. And first time I brought my girl with me, no one, she dressed like she's beautiful, but she was, you know, she tonight she had a little extra razzle dazzle. Let me take it over just for a little bit because I felt like I was. So, you know, I'm church girl still. I came real regular. You know what I'm saying? I had on some leggings, some boots with the heels. and But I had on this sweater Back that crisscrossed in the back. So the top part of my back and a little bit of my shoulder was Now, off. that ain't no church girl. That's, I wasn't dangling. Let me church, tell you, all you church saw cleavage. was like back. Like, I wasn't dangling. Back and shoulder. You know, it was real. It was giving real. Like, I'm sophisticated, but I still know how to put that on. You know what I'm saying? So. Don't be believing that your cuss words. <laughs> All right. I'm sitting at the bar while he's on stage, and I keep seeing this man just kind of walk by. Just not, he was unsuspecting. He didn't say a word to me. He just kept walking by, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, fast forward to you getting off the stage, and he comes and is talking to you because, of course, you just performed and reveals that he's, no, you already knew that he was the owner of the restaurant, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. But I didn't see him talking you, to you at all. He didn't. He didn't talk to me while okay. you were on stage. He was just walking back and forth. But then when you came over, you know, you guys were talking, chatting it up. And while Russell was talking to him, this man was rubbing my back. Like now, I know. I now before y'all look at me like I'm a sucker. I had no idea. Right, I'm sitting here talking to this dude, and you got to know how the layout of the bar is. Like where I'm standing at, where she's standing at, where he's at. I don't see where his right hand is. Yeah, I'm sitting on the stool and I think you two were standing, but he was like caressing my back. And I believe that the back was out. It was. This it was, was skin. I mean, it was crisscross. It was covered. It but was this skin. section. This section right here, I was giving a little. little. He was rubbing skin <laughs> on he her was, back. He was definitely rubbing my back. Now, I don't know this right now. This dude. Now, once again, this is a millionaire. He owns multiple restaurants and bars throughout the Metro Detroit area. When we get there, Doran's like, you see that dude right there? You want to get in good with him. So I'm kicking it with him. One of the Detroit Lions was there. So mm-hmm. we talking. He's like, oh, man, bro, you you better than blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you hyping me up. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm getting in good. Like, I don't <laughs> know what The whole time, he about to make an indecent proposal. <laughs> Yo, rubbing her back. We get out the restaurant. We all know him. He's like, 
Oh my God, I was so uncomfortable. I said, What? He said, He's just in there rubbing my back. I said, well, What? No, I told you when we, I think I told you when we were there or something because I remember you being like making a joke, being like, Well, babe, you can't say nothing because that's the owner. Like, he ain't going to ask Ben J to come back if you start cutting up. You were joking. I was but, joking because yeah. I don't think I knew to the extent. Like, yeah. you say, t- touch me. I I'm said like, he was, because okay. t- I did tell you, I said, I said he was touching me. I didn't, I didn't say he was rubbing my back. I know I the context. We get in the car and we go into more detail. I'm like, Oh, wait, wait. No, like you really uncomfortable. Oh no, he was copping a field. And at that point, I'm like, okay, do I need to say something? Do I need to say something to Ryan about? Like, you know, this is inappropriate. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, really, what do I do? So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Last night, not last night, but we had the award show. And networking, talking, whatever, you know, like I go to the bathroom. So I have no idea that this is about to happen. Yeah. I went to ask him a question about his bio. Cause I want to make sure when we introduce him, you know, like it's accurate. The keynote speaker. Yeah. Um, dope dude, like really down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he giving me game, like off rip, like, wow. Okay. Like, yeah. I feel like I need a notepad right yeah, now. Cause he was you dropping know, gems. dropping gems and also like extending olive branches. I mean, put my number in your phone, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're talking. He said, shoot me a text. Make sure I got your number. So, we're kicking it. I walk up in the middle of this conversation. So, you know me, I, I didn't even realize who he was that Russell was talking to. Because yeah. in every picture that we've seen him in, he's had a hat on. He yeah. looks completely different without his hat. And I make that comment. I jump into their conversation and we're just all kicking it. And again, he's giving free game like making buddies. He going to check out the podcast. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Um. We wrap up the conversation, getting ready to prepare to start the show. And he says, oh, that's a beautiful dress you got on. Now, it's a compliment on the dress, but it's the way he said it. <laughs> it just had a little extra sauce. Now, mind you, He's everything before that, this dude just seems like yeah. really down to earth, cool people, not in any way inferring that he no, had any intent. I don't feel like he was flirting with me or anything like yeah, that. But it was never to say it. Oh, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Now, now, mind you, you a millionaire, brother. Like, you sitting here, you know what I'm saying? What did you say? You got Chabbing nice teeth? Huh? Did you say you got nice teeth? Nice teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if they was, you know what I mean? The nice teeth, yeah. right? But, you know, it was enough to be like, hold on. Wait, what you mean? And like, it, did you give me this number because, like, you, you just really passionate about helping brothers come up? Or you just trying to stay in contact because... My wife look good to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Again, we're saying this in jest. It's totally funny because I'm just not used to a, another man complimenting me in front of my, my husband, my boyfriend, whatever. And, so it threw me off a little bit. And I'm be honest with you. The only two people that have done this are people who I'm pretty sure like, number one, they're really good at communicating, networking, talking to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they meet people's wives themselves. all the time, all yes. the time. Like, I'm not sure of that world. In my world, it don't happen that often. <laughs> but I've noticed that the two times that we've had a chance to, like, converse with people who have, you know, seven figures. They've been ballers and they've been like. You know, they're like. They've been feeling your girl. Not like, <laughs> I just you me. calm down. Okay. <laughs> you calm down. Um. But and and honestly though, I'm not the jealous type. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel any type of ways until lines are crossed. And the only time I've actually felt something is when you articulate you feeling away. Mm-hmm. When you tell me you're uncomfortable, then it's like that 
rises up my, oh, I got to protect mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm like, okay, next time we talk, it's like, okay, how do I, you yeah. know what I mean? So we've had two, like, situations, varying degrees of severity. What happened at the award show was so light. It was just like, you know, he gave me a compliment. Which so, I yeah, yeah, well, let's build. Yeah, man, you know, we'll definitely, we'll kick it up. That's a beautiful dress you have on. Huh? What happened? <laughs> Wait, where'd I come from? We were saying salutations, and he yeah, complimented sure. on my dress, which I, I believe could be a normal scenario, right? I really hope that this isn't the episode that he decides to watch. Like, man, that was a really good podcast. We are I not invest in any in way my brother. Saying. The only reason we're talking about this is because it has something to do with that topic today, my brother. <laughs> Listen here. You we the are, homie. I am in the first scenario... That man was trying to come on to me. Oh, 100%. At the bar, he was rubbing on me in a way that clearly, and and when I said something to Russell, it kind of took me off guard because I'm like, you right here and you not saying nothing. Like, when we got in the car, I was like, man, babe, like, you was just letting that man rub on me like... He was going to offer me up. Like, so I just, rubbing on you? I didn't, I didn't like that. And in the moment, I think knowing who he was... Knowing the scenario, knowing my attitude and knowing that I can pop off and go from zero to 100 real quick. I was trying to control myself from not reacting the way that I wanted to react. But I also wanted you to be like, hey, yo, man, get your hands off my girl. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not naturally confrontational. I know Mm -hmm. some dudes who come to functions because they're looking for that. That's not me. But I'm I'm definitely a protector. Mm And had I known that was going on, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I'm gonna say a President Obama get you. It's, hey man, like, <laughs> hey man, why you rubbing my wife back, man? Like, I'm gonna say something. Right, but yeah. in the scenario where it's just a compliment, like if even if it wasn't just my dress, what if he's like, he's like, you know what? I just wanted to tell you, you were very, you're very beautiful. It's something that I'm just not used to. So when when it happened, when he was, when he said, you know, and by the way, that's a beautiful dress. I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, you just gonna like you throwing your weight around. You just gonna compliment me by my by my nigga right here. <laughs> compliments don't bother me. Yeah, that like compliments don't bother me. I know you look good. Like you know what I mean. And I don't take everyone who says a compliment to you as they're making a pass Absolutely. at you. So that didn't really warrant red flags to me. And I think more people, like we said, who are used to work in a room. I think mm-hmm. that's more commonplace than not. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't bother me. Um, it's how it's how other people decide to um, react to an opposed attraction. Like when you see somebody who's beautiful, how do you react to that? In one situation, we just, hey, I want you to know that's a beautiful dress. Mm-hmm. The other person is, hey, I'm going to rub your back. <laughs> I need you to know that you're looking very good right now, and I'm going to physically touch you. I'm going to be touching to like you. And, and bro was sauced up. He looked like he had yeah. unlimited at the bar. Like, <laughs> I own this place. Like, keep giving me shots or whatever. And he was with the Detroit Lion dude, so I'm pretty sure he was throwing them back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, completely two different scenarios, but either way, like, it it definitely warrants some conversation like, okay, how do you move when there's someone who's clearly attracted to your significant other? And we've had this conversation before here on the podcast about what do you do when you are the one that is attracted to somebody else? Yeah. How do you handle that? We were very, I hope we were very clear. I feel like we weren't because we got a lot of comments about this, but clear well, on the fact that it's natural to be attracted to someone else. 
Yeah. It's acting on the attraction yeah. is where we have a problem. The but podcast, I know you had a different view initially because you were like, the word attract to you means like... You know, you should you you shouldn't be attracted to other people, and I think that's the clip when people were like, "Well, what you mean?" You know, but once again, <laughs> right. these clips, like when you were reacting to a clip on the internet, it's a small part of a much larger conversation. So I think it's okay to think other people look good. Yes, I think it's okay to acknowledge that other people look good. We played out a whole scenario of how I would tell Russell that I found someone attractive. And that's what I don't think is a problem. I don't think it's a problem finding other people attractive while you're in it, yeah. while you're in a relationship. Pursuing, acting on that, that's what I have a problem with. But what do you do when someone finds your significant other attractive? And they're verbalizing that. They're letting it be known that like, hey, I know that's your girl, but she look good. Hey, I know that's your dude, but if he let me, I would. Okay, number one, like the goal. Some, some girls that are really aggressive like that. Some guys I, that are aggressive like that too. I ain't never met. I ain't never. You know, I'm just gonna be sitting anywhere. I, I ain't never met a dude to come to me. I should just tell like him, don't leave your girl around me. He said that in the song. He ain't said it to nobody's face. <laughs> you don't know what he done did. I, he Urshan, baby. Uh, he right. probably did. Right. Yeah, I ain't never had nobody come up to say no mess to me like that. So I wouldn't even know how to react like that. Honestly, I would probably address it as disrespect. If somebody told you, like, see, if I, I could, this, I would. I get, yeah, the, I get the opposite end of this all the time, where women will always tell me, like, Russell, he's an attractive man. Like, just in conversation, like, he's attractive, you know. You know, Russell, he looks, he's a good looking young man, or he's, a, you know, whatever. I don't necessarily think that that means that they're attracted to you. That don't bother me. What but you I believe said. that they can. Somebody can come up to me and acknowledge the fact that you look good. I'm okay with that. That don't bother me. Okay. It's the other thing you're talking about. Like, and if I could, I would. You said mm-hmm. something that was a lot mm-hmm. more like, okay, now that's disrespectful. Like, if I had the opportunity, I yeah, would. Yeah, now I that's where you, that's a line cross yeah. to me. I had plenty of people be like, in conversation, like, man, you know, man, you got you, you got your beautiful wife, man. Y'all just y'all doing it. I'm so happy for you, man. You know, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know, like, I, once again, I know you look good. I don't know if I want to be with somebody who everybody thinks you like. Let me be honest with you. Like, I'm like, I know you look good. So that it don't bother me when people say that. It's all about how they respond to it. Now, number one, like, even if you don't verbalize it, if you act weird around us, or if you a little bit too like enamored and I see how you moving, okay, yeah, nah. There are people that we are around that are like that. With you? Mm-hmm. Who's enamored with I'm you? I'm not going to tell you the name. I don't, enamored is a stretch. But I think there are people who are overly friendly. With you. With me that are men, for sure. That I feel like. They my people? Well, we can, Ooh, we can name drop later. Wait. We can name drop later. Wait a minute. <laughs> I ain't playing. I know what y'all thought this was. But vice versa as well. I know. I watch how women interact with you. And I can tell when it's, oh, Russell's cool people. Ha, ha, ha. Push, touch, whatever. Where if it's more of like, yeah, if he ever thought, I would. I'm not going to lie. This is the part where I absolutely. You're oblivious to it. I suck at it. And it's all it it's come up more than once where it's like, she like you. And I always get in trouble because I be like, no, she don't. 
<laughs> and somehow me not seeing it makes me like complicit in not the, with me no not you i'm just okay. talking about in adult relationships that i've been in okay especially like because i'm the i'm i'm a type of guy like the people who I build relationships with are the people who are in the vicinity. Like we share some sort of geographical location at some point. I'm not running up at nobody at the club or at the bar. I mean, like, excuse me, what's your name? Your money's Russell. Like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I ain't go see you in the mall and just shoot my shot. It's people I know, are people I work with. And I also don't have a type physically. Like, when I look throughout women that I've dealt with, I don't like, they look nothing alike. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a type. I'm really attracted to connection. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I love. It's like people like, okay, I found you. I like talking to you. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's what What do I have to do with when you in a situation and somebody else is being friendly and too friendly to you? How do those two things connect? I'm just saying the fact that like the people who I'm around are people I just kick it with. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, these aren't people who I like some situations you go into with the intent that this is gonna be romantic. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, when I go up to a girl at, at the club, I'm not going up to her because I want to, like, be your friend. Like, hey, you want to play Uno? No. Like, I'm trying to kick it with you. But when you're just in the vicinity of people and you're just kicking and you're getting to know them, like, it's harder for me to decipher, like, okay, when somebody's being, like, flirtatious and when somebody's just being cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't really know how to find that because it's rare that I get just that blatant, like, Hey, you look good. I want to beat you. Like, what's up? Can we go out and hang out? It's never that. It's always just. So you don't know when a person is flirting with you. I can't when it's overt. Like when it's known. Like when it's like little stop you. Like when you hit and stuff like that's different. But like if we're just if it's a group of us, if it's a big group, and we're all joking, having fun, and playing, how do I know that when you joking with me, you like it's you're finding it attractive. I know when somebody's giggling a little more. When I know when I make a joke and it ain't that funny, you laughing a little too hard. <laughs> like, See, I'm gonna need you to uh, bring up your awareness of those things because I don't like being in those situations. I just don't really worry about it because I, I'm not cut like that. But hey, it doesn't matter how you're cut. Like no one should be allowed to just like okay. So most innocent of scenarios, this man just complimented my dress. I still came to you and was like, hey yo, like. I felt the way that he complimented me in front of you because for me, it, I don't ever want it to be misconstrued. Like, okay. So I'm, he says, Oh, you're dressing up. Thank you. You know, whatever. Let's say I Mm -hmm. responded like that. And in your head, you're like, Hey, yo, why are you responding like that? Now I want it to be clear that nobody is allowed to approach me in that manner so that anything could ever be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. So I would expect that same on the other end. Like you need to be aware of what it looks like when people are flirting with you, because if you're in a situation and I approach that situation and I see somebody kiki and flirting and touching on you and you're just reacting and responding to the atmosphere, I'm going to have a problem and I'm going to cut that. If I feel it, I, I definitely would say something. The point, the the hard part is feeling it. <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. When do I know? And honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like once again, I'm I'm a little bit more understanding in this subject, kind of similar to the last conversation. Like, I think it's natural for you to be attracted to things that you find attractive, right? Like, if you like funny guys, that's an attribute of mine you're probably going to find attractive. Like, I don't have no issue with that until you cross a line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I start feeling uncomfortable, if I start feeling like, 
our conversations are something that makes me feel like, uh, yo, I ain't like that. That makes me feel like I need to say something because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm complicit at some point if I don't. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's to me, if I don't feel it, it didn't warrant any red flags. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you understand that pe- other people's thresholds may not be as high as that. Right. I.e. myself. So my threshold, not not that high. Like, I'm not going to play. And- I don't even know. <laughs> You've never even seen that. Though. Like, we, I think we got a good group. I think we got a good group of people around us. Like, because one thing I know about you is if you've seen it, you're going to say it. I So there was, there was, there's like this, um, there's a scenario that we have where there's someone who is cool with you. They're close with you, I would say. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the way that y'all interact, but I understand that there, are, that there may be dynamics there that I'm not totally aware of. So what I never, ever, like we had a scenario where we were with in front of this person. Y'all must have had like an inside joke that I didn't understand. And the inside joke was happening and I said something and you were like, oh, no, they don't mean that. And she was like, uh-huh, yeah, now. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to text me the name. Text me because I don't even know what you're talking about. So we were somewhere that if I would have cut up, I would have went to jail. Where was we at? So I was like, mm, Brandy, bring it back in. But in those scenarios where it's like a blatant, like, shun to me and it's just like oh no this is our thing to me that's a problem y'all what? not related y'all don't share no blood like what y'all y'all don't have no thing what that this church that's my thing this church no we was at a we we was at somewhere <laughs> i can't say because <laughs> i don't know if this person listened and i feel like if i ain't had no conversation with her i ain't gonna out it on the podcast but i will tell you afterwards I will definitely tell you afterwards. Hmm. But it's just stuff like that. Okay. Like where I, I don't have a problem with you being friends with girls, but I also don't like when someone will use that relationship to disrespect or to like push me on the outside. Cause if that's your friend, then she our friend. So like that's you, not, how do I, what, how do you react to, to the, to the guys who are a little too friendly with you? I move away from them. Cause I didn't I, know about that till today. I disconnect, but I won't engage with them. That's my okay. thing. Once I've, once I, once the, the person or people have crossed over to a, like a, Oh, I'm not sure what that is. Are these homies? I'll just stay away from them. I mean, I think one, you know, and you probably just don't want to put it in your head, but it's they MO anyways. But I just feel like it better not you, be him. Cause I swear <laughs> to God. Oh, my I, mama. Listen, I just feel like I kick over that drum set. <laughs> you're being so extra right now is it you're being so extra right nah, now I apologize. y'all sick. just look you listen it's a podcast we gotta push the boundaries uh, again i just feel like it might be in some people's nature that they're just extra flirtatious and that's cool i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where that extra flirtatiousness is coming my way and you have to decipher who whose motives are good and whose ain't. I don't even want you to ha- ever have to question that. So if I know that someone is attracted to me, I just don't engage with them like that. There are people who prior to us being together, whether it be years ago or months before we got into it, um, have expressed interest with me. And now that we're together, they're your, y'all cool, you cool with them? I don't engage with them like that. So what are the, what are the things that would warrant like too friendly? 
Like, where do you, when do you hit the eject button? Like, give me a real life scenario where somebody's talking to you and you like, dang, okay, this is where I got to learn. I don't. All right, have a nice day. Um, I don't know if it's specific words, but I know for the one situation that I'm thinking about, it's the way that they hug me. Okay. Like, I think you can tell most of the time when you're hugging someone who's in a relationship, a man coming to a woman, we get a little side, get a side hug. hug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are some people who warrant uh, a full embrace, but that's yeah. rare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to have a special relationship for the full embrace. Mm-hmm. But when you, when we don't, and you giving me the full embrace with the rub, that's, to me, that's one indication that, you're touching me in a way that I don't feel is appropriate for somebody that's in a relationship. So even if it's completely innocent, I wouldn't, I'm not going to put myself in that situation again so that if somebody else were to see it, or if you were to see it, that it would give them that question. Like, eh, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because even though your intentions, your intentions and your intent don't always line up. And like, if you, your intentions are pure, but the way it's landing or no, sorry, not your intentions and your impact. So like if your intentions are cool, but it's impacting me in a way that make me feel like, nah, just not, just not comfortable. Or in a way that if somebody else looking in would be like, Hey, yo, what is going on there? I'm just not gonna put myself in that situation. Mm. I don't, I don't ever want it to be a question. I feel you on that. Like, I don't, I don't ever want it to be a question either. I guess I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to look for. Like, I guess I need things a little more blatant for me to, before it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, it's not a whole lot of situations where I've been like, uh, yeah, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like it's rare. And usually things that are is like blatant. Yeah. But you know, there's such thing as like subtle flirting. Like some people just, just do just enough to see if you're open to it. And because you are more, on the friendly side, you may think of it as a normal reaction, but they may see it as like, oh, he might be open. So then they just, take it a little bit further and then a little bit further. And my vibe is just so like, I don't know, brotherly. <laughs> like I know I know people who come with that like, you know, you could tell like they're they're presenting themselves for the sake of looking good you know like mm-hmm. being attractive like you could tell like it's important to them mm-hmm. that that's that they're being looked at a certain way so they talk to you it's like nah you know like it's been nah, it's been cool like you know i'm like that whole shtick is like yeah I'm, I'm that dude i don't do that like i'm goofy with people like i don't know so maybe because my mindset in the conversation is so like you know hamming Playful. it up yeah i, I guess i just don't notice the vibe switch or something i don't set those type of tones yeah that's what i'm just saying you just gotta be a little bit more in tune to what's happening because when it start going down and then you be like what happened i'm not gonna be to blame for it i've only had one time when i knew and it was extremely blatant it wasn't with us no 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 this is in a past relationship uh, yeah. I know we talked about before on the podcast the uh, being friends with your ex and that that situation to me was a little bit like it borderlined on that. There were a whole bunch of dynamics, other dynamics at play in that situation when that happened. But yeah. that kind of borderline on that to me, it's like I think all the time it doesn't have to be an overt flirt for someone to be trying to assert 
a dominance over the person that you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with. And because they feel attracted to you and because you are giving them attention, they can use that to shade your partner. And I think that's something that you have to be not just saying you, but the other person in the relationship has to be aware of, of how people use the different power dynamics that are at play to try to, yeah, try to pull a power move on somebody. And it's like, mm, that's not cool. Like, I, I'm not going to let nobody do that to you. Likewise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Likewise, I just, I think for me, there's there's one person in particular who, like, it was very important to me that my dynamic with them did not change in least in the way that was like, and we talked about in the podcast, you know, the mother of my children, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I heard Darius Daniel preaching about this um, recently, recently. And um, he was talking about, of course, the different types of love, which we've also talked about on the podcast. Right. And he was talking about how, like what you need to have in a relationship with the person you're with is agape. Mm-hmm. And I can, I know for a fact in my life, there's two women who I've loved with agape. And that just means that even though I assess like, okay, cause God, God loved Adam. He still assess. Okay. No, you violated. You bit the apple, leave the garden. I'm going to put a barrier here. Angels going to guard the garden of Eden. You can't come back here. Mm-hmm. So you could love somebody still decide I can't be with you and still want them to do well, still want the best for them, Absolutely. still want them to find happiness, still pray that they find someone. Absolutely. And I think that concept was so weird to people that when I articulated it, most of the time people were like, nah, that's a boundary thing. It was weird for me to talk to my girl and say, man, I really hope she finds somebody. It's like, are oh, you too involved? Like that relationship is over. Why do you care? That was a thing. And I don't think most people are used to that concept. So when I try to explain it, I end up looking crazy. I look like I'm still overly invested. Now, there were ways in which my guilt were manifesting in ways that blurred those lines to where it did look like, okay, here are some legitimate areas where you're overinvested. Here are some legitimate areas where you're clearly crossing a line of comfort because that was there because that guilt was there. It made it harder for me to articulate areas where, of course, I understand because I'm like, no, like I'm not attracted to this woman. In seven years separation, there's never been a line crossed from the moment I left. We ain't so much as held a hand. So. In my mind, I'm like, yo, you just trust me. Like, I promise you. But I didn't see how this other area was impacting in that. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about in terms of exes, like, it's hard for me to show love to someone who I once had a romance with in a way that's, like, going to be comfortable with somebody who I'm with now. Like, that's just, that's just never going to be the case. So, you got to make those changes. You got to make those adjustments. You know what I'm saying? And um, it, it's it's okay to love people, want the best for them, pray for them, and do that from a distance. Amen. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> what was the hand thing she said? That's why I feel like we was here, and you just went way over there. Well, so you brought up the X thing, so I was just you yeah. know. 
Yeah. I was talking about the scenario that happened at the party where I was like, you went over there and you came back here oh. and then you just went somewhere. I thought you totally, were talking about something else. Totally different. So I'm just like, yeah, well, man, I guess you need to get that off your heart, huh? I, I misunderstood where you were going with the ex <laughs> thing. My bad. My bad. Um, Well, so the, at, the, at the party thing. So if I'm being honest with you, that's someone who... In in terms of phases of like types of love, that's someone who I had multiple. Like that was a friend first, mm-hmm. then became more. But I always I always had like a agape love for them. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it was just like man, like you've never done me no wrong. Ooh. Like literally, never done me no wrong. In no scenario can I wish harm on you or nothing. Like you've been truly a good person to me. So. You know what I'm saying? That was a situation where I was like, okay, clearly we not supposed to be together. Clearly we're not supposed to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? But I don't wish no harm on you. So it was weird for me because there's also somebody who, you know, I shared a geographical location with. I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was difficult. It was difficult to navigate, you know, at first. And I didn't know how difficult it was until we was all in the same room together. And then it was like, Oh, you just gonna giggle? <laughs> you gonna laugh? <laughs> like what? Boundaries. I just yeah. think it's there's certain, and I've learned and still learning not to expect myself from somebody else. I have to be able to give people grace in scenarios where I would be like, that is a no go. But because of different things that play into people's relationships, like you have to be able to express your feelings and your appreciation for someone in the way that makes you feel comfortable. I get that. But part of being in a relationship is also balancing your partner's emotions and their thoughts and their impulses and all of those things. So if the way that you behave in a scenario is affecting your partner some something has to happen where we come to a consensus on what is appropriate moving forward I think we were able to do that in the scenario of your ex this is a relationship that means something to you is a relationship that you have to foster and to grow for the betterment of your children and I am a hundred percent on board with that with certain boundaries I think the same with certain people. There are certain friendships that you have that may have always been a certain way. But now because you're in a relationship, they just can't be that way. And it's difficult. It's hard to navigate. But the same way that you have that love for that person, that person should also have that love for you. And they should know that if I am behaving in a way that is detrimental to the way that your partner feels or detrimental to your relationship because of my love for you, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And I think uh, n- not enough people are willing to sacrifice for you in the way that you're willing to sacrifice for them. And I'm not talking about you in particular. I'm just saying people like you. For sure. Another issue is I think people have a hard time wrestling with their partner's feelings if they don't feel like their intent was bad. Like if they didn't mean to do something bad, intent it makes impact. it harder to accept feelings of wrongdoing for sure yeah i mean everybody's nature is like to defend themselves and defend how they're seen and how they're viewed and it's like yo i didn't mean to hurt you mm-hmm. you sitting here talking about this and it's like no nah, i wasn't even flirting with her like mm-hmm. i didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. I, I legitimately when i think about the party that's what my biggest thing was like i have no ill intent 
Like when I look back to that thing, I stood firm on the fact that, okay, it probably would have been a better strategic move to break the ice. And even though it would have been uncomfortable, hey, Brandy, this is boop, boop, this is Brandy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. just have that uncomfortable moment. So at least now there's some semblance of um, tearing down the veil of the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? Looking back on it, okay, that probably would have been strategic-wise better. But either way, I'm like, okay, I didn't do anything wrong in my mind. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, my intent wasn't wrong. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything mischievous. I didn't have – in my mind, I didn't do anything inappropriate. So in my mind, when you're articulating to me that you're uncomfortable, I'm like, but I I didn't (laughs) – what I do, though, you know? And it's sometimes – not sometimes, almost all the time, it's never about what you meant. It's about how they felt. Yeah, intent versus impact. Somebody said that to me, and it's really sticking with me. You you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm hurt. Now, you maybe you didn't mean that. to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't mean to hurt me, but I'm hurt. That's a reality. So even though you didn't mean to do that, even though you didn't have ill intent, and maybe you didn't do anything wrong in your mind. Mm-hmm. In my mind, a line was crossed. And sometimes we can only wrestle with feelings of someone that we love being hurt when we know we did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, maybe I didn't see it like that. But because you do see it like that, you're hurt. I'm sorry. Let's talk through it. It's not easy to do. And there is a space in here where like, okay, let's examine where that came from. Now, I'm not saying every time somebody's hurt that it 100% is always valid. Now, let's be clear. Sometimes you could be dealing with some people who have some Jealousy issues. You could be dealing with some people who have some uh, self-esteem, self-esteem, over-exaggerated, territorial, Mm -hmm. you know, possessive. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not talking about that. I'm talking about in a space where you're with someone who you just view a scenario different. I thought there was a line cross. You don't think there was a line cross. But I do. So we're going to have to deal with it. You remember what you told me when I brought that up? And not about this one, but about your ex wife. What you told me? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. You don't remember what you told me was my problem? Um, Which part? Because we, this is both the conversations, but I do remember the main one. What's the main one? I think that uh, the one that when I was like, yo, it's uh, a lot of your past context is like bleeding. Like, I'm the only person who ain't never cheated on you. And now here I can't even like be cool with my baby mama because you think I'm like these other raggedy, nappy headed Negroes. And that's not me. <laughs> Some of the lines of that effect. I was so offended. But I was listen, so though, offended. But now that we're sober minded about the scenario, we've clearly conquered that mountain. I think. Uh-huh. I think. Can not you, enough. You double down on it. We about to go right down, back into no, it. I'm not doubling. I'm not doubling down on anything. But it's insane to think that history doesn't have an impact on present. I'm not saying that your this history impacted your present. I'm just saying that that notion, that idea, isn't that a far off, right? I don't think that it's far off that people can bring people come into relationships with. Why do we keep coming back to this? Of- <laughs> Let it die. Like we are so far from with it. all types of contexts, and your context changes the lens in which you see the world. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't think that I had them glasses on when I said that. Because when I look, however, I still stand I by. I can see how you would say that, but I just don't think it was the truth. I still stand that by scenario. that from that scenario, you'd say we're in a better place now in terms of how I communicate with. Yeah. This is the only 
thing that has changed in my dynamic with her. She does not communicate with me over frustrations that have nothing to do with the kids. That is not the only thing that has changed, but we're going to rock with that. Give, no, give me something no, else. No, you say you don't want to keep going back into we it? We're here so. now. Give me something else. We <laughs> That is not give the only me, thing. That give me saying. something else. You okay? You said the only thing was that you don't communicate outside. Because in of my the mind, kids. the things are happening were like, okay, these are like in my mind, I'm like, okay, these are minuscule things. I didn't see the gravitas of it that you did, but tell me other things that you say. Okay, this changed. It changed that you don't do things in my, in my mind. Things that are above and beyond your responsibility. What was to, I doing before? Man, I always go, I'm, I'm going to go back to yeah. the the one that just seems so blatant in my mind because I don't want to spill all the business because I don't think that this is appropriate for okay. the podcast. But buying things for that person, I don't think that that was ever in your purview to, oh, I saw Girl Scout cookies outside of the store and I know she loved Girl Scout cookies, so I bought her some. That's not your job. That's not okay with you being in a relationship with me. Because if I was like, oh, I saw this and I just bought it for my ex because I know he like it. You would be looking at me two days from Tuesday sideways like, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? That's a good one. That's a good one. And I'm going to leave it there. But we can talk about the other stuff. Well, checkmate. <laughs> that was a good one. You know what, though? You know what's crazy? Because when I hear it back, at the time, I was like, it's not that big of a deal. But in my mind, legitimately, it was just something that, um, there's a principle here that I think it would be good. It was something that was a normal in one season. Yes. When you come out of that season, in your mind, it's still normal. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make the same since when you're not in that season anymore. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. I just I wish you would have got it then. I didn't then. Cause in my mind I'm like, yo, like it's not that big of a deal. Like, cause in I men deal in absolutes. And this is, I think, a gift and a curse for us. We don't always see the subtle things in the middle. We see the black and white of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So to a guy I'll be like, man, we ain't had sex. In two weeks. So what about her some cookies? <laughs> but he won't look at, okay, man, wow, this week right here, man, we was really busy. Mm-hmm. We both was tired. Okay, this day right it's here. Just the fact that then, then I started my monthly. So, okay, yeah, we didn't. But, I mean, mm-hmm. let's look at the nuance of the week. It's just, we had sex in two weeks. Right. In this scenario, I'm just looking at the black white. And, like, man, what you think? I'm trying to cheat. <laughs> like, I kept looking at, like, just a blank statement. Okay, what does this speak to you? Like, I keep telling you, I don't want to. Do you think I want to? No, I don't think I want to. Okay, so what? what is the worst? What is like? What do you think is happening? You know what I'm saying? You I kept gaslighting me. I am so. <laughs> I feel like you say that word just to trigger me. Now. I do. I hate it. Can we let it die? Everybody. How is everybody in a relationship with a narcissist? <laughs> everybody? Everybody? Y'all learned that new word and have been. Yeah. Running it into the ground. Don't even know what it means. Just, that, you that gaslighting one, that one me. gaslighting when you did that? No, it wasn't. Okay, come on. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> you 
start sweating. Well, we, so bad. I'm not sweating, but you know when we start talking about this, you can't play with me because it's still, it's still a little stingy. It still sting a little bit. This scenario is wired with by wire. I can't okay, even talk you about it. You the one wanted to keep talking about it. Because you, you brought you, it up. I said, don't. No, I didn't. I was talking about your other ex. You went this way. Yeah. I wasn't even. I thought that's what you was talking about. That's nah, why. I, and I tried to let it go. You know, give me a scenario. Tell me what. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I got something. <laughs> the clip is loaded. <laughs> yeah, nah. I think I think these are the conversations that you gotta really be comfortable having because they're they're the scenarios that no one wants to talk about, but they're such a normalcy. But they don't want to talk about it until it happens, and then we want to be mad at each other. We're like, we didn't discuss. How we move in these situations. We didn't discuss what happens because inevitably it's going to happen. Unless both of y'all were virgins before y'all met and didn't date or deal with anybody. I promise you, unless you move to Timbuktu where you don't know nobody, you're going to run into someone who you used to have a relationship with. Someone who you knew liked you and or you just didn't find you attractive. It. Yeah, or somebody that finds you attractive and makes it known that they find you attractive. And how do you handle it? I appreciate your response when I told you, um, you know, hey, that I didn't that didn't feel so good when he complimented me like that. Like, could you <laughs> you were like, you don't think it's I don't want to put words in your mouth, but something you don't think it's too many people who would be complimented by a millionaire and their first response would be, hey, that made me uncomfortable. Hold me down, babe. (laughs) Hold me down, babe. Number one, I ain't never been no sack chaser, so I don't care what you got. You definitely got a little excited at the beginning of the podcast. At the beginning of the podcast? I'm just saying. (laughs) It's the second time a millionaire. You got a little hype. Like, giving billionaire I'm going to sit like this. All right, you calm down. Just How about billionaire that? Babe. I'm just saying. How about that? They like me. I can't help it, I'm but I don't only, like them back. I'm the only millionaire you can be with. I'm just like, you better hope I make it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's it's important to have these conversations because, like, you don't know how they manifest. And then when it starts off with just liking how somebody looks or being attracted, and then before you know it, there's feelings attached to it. Like, there could be somebody you work with. You cool with, you just joke with all the time. All of a sudden, people say, man, y'all is together. That's your work wife. That's your work husband. And then your mind is innocent. And then all of a sudden, when your real wife or your real husband bring you lunch, now they got an attitude. It's like, wait, what's wrong with you? <laughs> None, I'm good. You straight? It's like, why you got an attitude? Oh, that little attraction, those little moments, like, you know, about a Keurig making coffee, have a conversation, joking, started building something unintentionally. Mm-hmm. But you got to watch where your attraction goes. Where your attraction goes, your heart follows. And you got to check it and you got to put boundaries around it. Like, Do you think it is the, so I'm your, I'm your wife and somebody makes it known that they are attracted to me. They find me attractive. They tell me that? No, they tell me. Like, okay. Or maybe they just are overtly flirting and I'm like, oh, he might be feeling me. Yeah. Is it my job to manage that? Oh, for sure. Especially if it's in a place that I don't have access. Mm. Like if you're at your job, it's rare I'm ever going to be there to regulate and structure how you're supposed to move. That's not my job. That's your job to set up boundaries. Do I have to tell you that? Um, Half isn't strong. I think you should. You think you want your, you want me as your wife to come back and be like, hey, Robert said he thinks I'm cute. Hands down. Hands down. And I've always moved like that. 
It's rare I pick up on it, but when I do, I say something. Because I want to be clear. Like, no, my hand, all my cards is on the table. I'm showing you what's some Look, nah, look, babe. Look. Look what she, she going to hard eye under here. Like, I'm showing that stuff. Like, because you can't, you can't mess around with it. You give the enemy room and he going to capitalize. Like, he's too good at what he do. So, I'm going to bring this up. What about scenarios where, since we're talking about managing attraction one way or another, or just temptation, like, what about those things? So, we have we have a, a mutual friend, acquaintance. I'm not even going to call oh it a friend. Lord. Acquaintance. Who is now oh um, Lord. on social media and has a, an OF. They got an OnlyFans. And so, they... Advertise. Really it's okay because it's not. I feel like this is a normal conversation, and I ain't hating on her business at all. Um, but advertises their OnlyFans on regular social media platforms. So before they had an OnlyFans, you were their friend, mm. and now they have the OnlyFans, and you're and you still their friend, and they're like showing more skin and more. So I only watch. I don't watch. So for, well, I'm not talking about. Don't make it too personal. No, I'm just saying like. My number one concern for myself now, I don't I don't think we've had an in-depth conversation about what are your actual concerns with it. My number one concern was I don't want you thinking I'm looking at you. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's only one social media platform that I actually watch stories on. Mm-hmm. On that one, when I'm just going through and I see I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> she go look at her viewers and be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? He's looking at my stuff. Mm-hmm. So on that one, I unfollowed. Now, these other ones, like on Facebook, I don't watch stories like that. Mm-hmm. So I rarely come across it on there. So it didn't really mess with me like that. I, I'm I'm weird in a way that, ah, oh, man, I'm starting to feel it now because I feel like when I say it, I, I it sounds ridiculous. Go ahead, say it. But I'm really overly sensitive to how people um, think I feel about them. Like, I don't want to feel like from purely a heart standpoint that somebody feels like I'm gonna follow them because I'm gonna judge them and I can't associate myself with them because they do blah, 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 blah. I don't want that because at the end of the day, the only thing I really post these days, I ain't posting selfies, I ain't posting funny videos unless I'm reposting something funny. Says, the only thing I'm posting is ministry. Mm-hmm. So just like on Facebook, if I cut off myself from you're not seeing my stuff either. And there could be something I could say that could bless you. There could be something that you look down one day like, oh, man, that's funny. I want to see Russell Page or, oh, man, Russell says something. I want you to go to Page. Oh, he unfriended me. I don't know what that's going to speak to them. And I, I sometimes I'm overly concerned about what that's what that means. On one hand, I feel, I feel you. Like, I mean, if you have a genuine, like, concern or relationship with somebody, cool. I get that. In this scenario, you don't. Um, and f- so as the as the spouse in this situation, and we can open this up for discussion on the live, but I started to see the increasing like amount of nudity. And it, again, I still follow her. I think she looks amazing. So I be hurting and all of that from woman girl to girl. You know, I'm like, feel empowered, do your thing, whatever you got to do. I, she's getting her body together and she love herself. But I don't want my husband looking at that. And I don't want you even innocently coming across your Facebook feed and is TNA to me. Like if you know that this is now the content, just unfollow you. 
And you have the amazing thing that you are now a public figure or whatever it is on Facebook. So all of your stuff is public unless you make it private. So all of your Christian and reposting, all of your Christian content that this person or anybody else could want to see, they can see it because it's public. It's not private. It's not for your friends only. So you worried about me seeing her. Yeah. Like my thing is, I don't think, especially with someone that we have, a close proximity with this is not Lola Bunny or who's uh Bernice Bert Bourgeois, whatever her last name is. It's not somebody that's in the tank. This is like somebody in our city that we can go to the grocery store and you gonna know that you saw her nipples on. I just plate. feel like almost every Friday or Saturday, if I go through stories, I'm gonna see half of the girls that we know from our community shaking. Throwing it around, drinking, like, I, I just, like, that's commonplace. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think if you're telling me, like, hey, I specifically don't want you seeing her, then no. it's a good conversation. If you just tell me that, then, I mean, as your husband, like, I don't want you feeling uncomfortable with who I'm friends with. But if it's like, hey, I don't want you to see this type of stuff in general, then it's like, I'm that's just going to come across my timeline anyway. No, and I think you... I think it's a discernment thing. Like, you know what is and is not just running a meal. We dancing on each other. and But I see, st- that kind of, I'm not, unless she's just posting it on her, like on her page. Well, I don't want to make it specifically about this person. I'm just giving a scenario that we, that we have encountered. Like, we know someone who, who posts this type of content. Right now, five but, friends that we went to school with are right now have OnlyFans pages. Oh, well, I, I don't know that. I yeah. feel like if there I feel like if there was a man who was on social media that we knew that was posting pictures in his drawers with his D print showing and we know this person, I'm not gonna follow them. That's just my personal You're opinion. unfriending? I, I would yeah, I would unfriend them. Okay. And I don't, I don't, if they ever ask, like, hey, why you do that? I'm like, man, because I'm a married woman and you showing way more than what a married woman should be looking at on social media. And it's not like I have any control over it because I'm just scrolling. So it's not like, oh, I know if I go to the page, I'm going to see it. But when you're just scrolling on social media, you don't know what's going to pop up. And people I know, I don't even want to see them in those precarious positions anyways, like other men. I don't want to, I don't want to see you with your mm. gray sweatpants on and like I'm good with that. So I just not gonna follow you. That's me. Okay. <laughs> but I was trying to get to the point of like, how do you how do you feel about that? What are the conversations that happen around like, hey, this is I know you seeing this because we both friends. How how do you how do you handle your situ how you handle yourself in the situation? What are you doing when you see it? Because I believe that in this day and age of social media, that's one part of relationships and attracted attractiveness and seduction that we have to manage. Yeah, I just feel like you just gotta stay what you're comfortable with in your relationship. Like if it makes you uncomfortable, you gotta communicate that to your partner. And I think they gotta move in response to that. I mean Truth of the matter is, like, 2024, you're going to see stuff on social media. Like, it's just I don't just see a no thing. penises on social media. Yes, you do. You I, can, right now, it, I can guarantee you. I right don't. Now, if you go on your <laughs> Facebook right now and it says check in comments, you telling me you ain't doing that? 
Check right. in comments. Yes, on Facebook. You see them posts that say, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening, y'all. Check in comments. You ain't never opened up that link and, and seen no ding a The only one that even came close was the thing in Jamaica. That I've was full-blown coitus. That was sex. <laughs> that was full-blown like, Johnson. But, and I told you, what did I tell you when I saw it? As soon as I saw, like, oh, what this, I scrolled past it. But what Didn't I'm saying. make it to the plastic But bag. what I'm saying People is, is you see those things. Like, it's all I'm trying to state is that that stuff is just everywhere now. You don't even need to go to a pornography site to see pornography. I, I'm telling you, though. It's, are you saying it's everywhere? But I'm just saying, besides that one incident that we were both talking about, I don't see penises. Like, if it's even an indication, like the Drake thing that just went by. Baby. I didn't Google. You're, you're making this personal to, to you. I'm saying in general right I now. I was making a comment that I don't see that stuff. What I'm trying to say is, my point is, is that everywhere there's pornography. You can blind your social media so you don't see those things. My social media is christian okay. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. You're stepping on a point that you don't have to step on. I'm not talking about what's on your personal social media and on your algorithm. Yes, but you're attacking me for making I'm that comment. I'm not attacking comment. anything. I'm trying to make a point that you keep stepping on. It's frustrating. Well, have your point. It's frustrating. What I'm trying to say is, is that, to your point, it's everywhere. So these conversations are important because if you don't start unfollowing things, like I did a hardcore sweep on Instagram, a hardcore sweep on Instagram because I didn't... I don't think I realized it that how much just scrolling was shifting my spirit. Like in my mind, I'm just scrolling up on Instagram. You can't control what comes up your algorithm unless you start unfollowing things and you start paying attention to like, okay, what are you slowing down to see? Like when you swipe in and you slow down a little bit, the algorithm says, Oh, he liked that. Let's show more of that. You know what I'm saying? So I started unfollowing the the people I know. <laughs> Right. Once again, we talked about leaving out of a season and some of the stuff that was a normal in one season. That's not a normal now. Like I to your point. I remember doing that. And now my my algorithm on Instagram is clear. I'm proud of my algorithm on TikTok. It's all food, (laughs) preaching, (laughs) church, like and people slipping on ice. I'm proud of that. Like, um, but to your point, like you have to monitor those things like even yours like you're saying my algorithm ain't like that that's because you've made it a point to weed out certain things but you have to on every social media site because it's on every social media site you don't have to go to www.pornhub no more you can be on facebook and see whatever you want you can be on twitter for show and see whatever you want so you have to guard your eye gates and your ear gates so i was trying to say to your point like i agree I agree, and I, I see your point. Like you have to monitor what you allow to come across your screen, because if you stay for a split second, they're gonna keep sending it. Period. it. Yeah, that's it. That's all. So, I hope this helps. Like, there's so many, some people that struggle with this, and a lot of people struggle with it, and they don't say nothing. I used to be one of the people like I'd be frustrated, and I'm just gonna have an attitude. <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. I've always had a big mouth, so I'm gonna speak my mind. I didn't like it. Who is that? Who are you texting? Why are you smiling? You giggling? Let me in on the joke. <laughs> no, what's funny? <laughs> now I will say this: I have never, with the exception of these millionaires, <laughs> had someone just like right in front of me, like kick it to my girl. I don't even know how I would really react. I can't even picture how I react because I can't picture nobody doing that. But. Yeah, 
Yeah, and once again, I keep bring up these two millionaires. The second one, I de- we definitely agree. It wasn't like that. I really hope this is we're just we're just using it as a step an example yeah. for the conversation. One scenario this happened. The next scenario this happened, and something can happen in the gamut, all in between, and it really comes to your comfortability comfortability level Mm -hmm. as the person receiving it and as the person with in the relationship if that makes you uncomfortable with somebody complimenting your wife in front of you you have to be able to speak up and say something if it makes you uncomfortable that somebody is touching your wife you have to be able to speak up and say something yeah and i think knowing in the first scenario i didn't know how well, I was seeing how you would, re- would react and I didn't necessarily agree with it. Now, I I get hindsight. You didn't know that it was happening as it was happening. But in my mind, I'm like, this deserves a bigger reaction than what you're giving it. So we need to have a conversation about it for the simple fact that I just don't ever want to put you in a scenario where you have to question what my motives are. Yeah, I don't worry about you at all. I really don't. I really don't. I worry about your comfortability level not based on you uncomfortable because I'm there, but worry about where you really feel like you're being disrespected or you feel like a line's being crossed with you. That's what I worry about. But I don't, I look, I don't worry about you at all, at all. And you know that every time that is, I'm going to say something to you. Yeah. Like today we was, we was kicking it with somebody who was um, talking to us. First thing came to room was like, oh, you are beautiful. <laughs> he said, you married up. He said, you said boy, you married up. <laughs> Like that don't offend me. Yes, I did. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now don't talk about it too much because I want to look at me different. Like, she might start realizing it. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? I already know, man. Look, look here. So yeah, no, it don't don't bother me none at all. Um do you feel like that's been an issue on our end? On my end? What? Feel like people cross the line and I don't I don't set good boundaries. Mm, I think that most people know me enough to know that I don't play. And I think that you've had, you've come back and had conversations with me that I know for a fact the conversation would have never happened if I was there. What do you mean? So someone has come to you and kicked it with you, came to you in confidence, came and shared something with you or just, Maybe cross the line that like, why are you confiding in a married man in this manner that I know if I was standing by your side, if I was in the room, they would have never had that conversation with you. And Mm. to me, if you ain't going to do it in front of me, then don't do it. Because something in you is telling you that it's inappropriate if you're not going to do it in front of me. So there are scenarios like that. I think you are a. I hate to say it in this way, but you're a dumping ground for a lot of people for a lot of very serious emotions, because I think that you are so gifted in the fact that you have a word of encouragement and advice and wisdom for people. And um, I think that some people can, I don't know if they have, but can use that to just have an end with you that maybe feeds on an attraction that they have. So because I'm attracted to him and I know he's easy to talk to and I know he'll give me advice and he'll be a listening ear for me, I come to him with those things. Um, I I don't think because this is an area that you're gifted in, I don't think that there's nothing that I can do to ever stop that. I just have to be able to trust you, which I do in that scenario. But 
yeah, I, I've definitely, you've definitely came and had conversations with me. And I'm like, why is she telling you that? It just seems like totally crossing the line for somebody that's married. Like, why are you talking to him about that? Hmm. So, okay. you know. I got you. You're just that person. You they pastor. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, be sure to join us this Thursday. We're back, y'all. I promise you we're back. I don't know for how much longer, but we are back. Um, of course, I don't know what episode we're in in season five, but we are well into season five. And if you know our trajectory, you know we're getting close to that time where you're going to have to say goodbye to us for a little bit. It's about to come to a close. Come to a close. So. Maybe a little sneak preview. I ain't going to lie. These couple <laughs> weeks where we... Well, we didn't have to post because I was sick. I was like, I get used to this. One more week, we would have got in the group, and I promise you, we would come back. I already told him, I, what was it? Saturday? I said, so is we done with the podcast for this season you or did what? Say, all right, yeah, we got to go back because no one heard. Because I'm okay with that. <laughs> Look here. We need a little yeah. reprieve. Look, the reprieve is on the way. It's coming. Yeah, I feel like we should just close after this live. No, don't do that. Don't do that. At least let's get them to March. What? Maybe that's just one more week. That's not. That's two more weeks. Ooh, two that's more. four more episodes. It's two more episodes, two more lives. That's four more episodes. Come on, we can do it. Let's give them the march. Y'all stressing me out. I need y'all to know this. It's all right. Let's close out strong. We we owe them anyway because we missed two weeks we of episodes. We owe them nothing. Yes, we do. No, we don't. They're our people. I love y'all. We don't owe y'all nothing. These are We're people. not indebted to these people. Yes, we are. <laughs> what? Yes, we are. No. I'll make sure we get y'all out four episodes. Okay. Y'all can depend on me. All right. When he down there talking to a special guest, y'all know why. I'm <laughs> saying one of the kids down here with I'm you. I'm gonna get y'all two episodes no matter what. <laughs> have a blended family episode where you come sit down with some I'm of the sit kids. Sit down with Nia. <laughs> How's your day? Um, I like elephants. Okay. All right. She gonna have a whole conversation. Gonna put on a whole role play for y'all. It's gonna be entertaining no matter what. Anyway, please meet us back here Thursday live on Facebook and we're going to try to have YouTube back up and available um, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can always support the show by um, sending money to Cash App or excuse me, dollar sign, what they never told us. That's again, dollar sign, what they never told us on Cash App or you can support us by liking, sharing and commenting on Anything that is on our Facebook page, that is another way to support the show as we are monetized on Facebook. Lastly, there is a link in the description of this video if you're watching the video or if you're listening to the audio podcast where you can subscribe to our show on Buzzsprout for a mere measly $3 a month. If you do that, that comes to our pocket and helps us do wonderful things, helps us expand our platform here. Um, so we appreciate any and all support. Remember that we love love. Josh, love love too. Peace. Peace.